Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode 212, a dating app smackdown. (laughs) Look, this is tongue in cheek. You guys know I am a tough love, heartbreak and finding love coach. And what I'm about to share on today's episode is going to be, I was about to say short and sweet, but I would say more so short and tough. You've heard me say this a million times, but it came up with a client and I really want you guys who are currently single and looking for love, or maybe you're heartbroken right now and you found your awful ex or the ex who you think is amazing, but he's left the building and you found him on the apps and you're blaming the apps and you hate the apps and the apps suck and they're soul sucking and they're brutal. And you know, he, you believe your person is definitely not on the apps. This episode is for you. And I want to start off with saying, I have no fucking clue where he is. I don't know where he is. I didn't know where Larry was, but I was open to the idea and possibility of him being on the apps because the apps are the most mainstream way that people are finding true love. And I will say it over and over until I am blue in the face that yes, there are horrible people on the apps. I have not said horrible for a long time. I'm I'm bringing that one back into my vocabulary. Yes, they are awful and they are disrespectful and they bring nothing to the table and they don't ask you a good question or they ask you the same questions or they drop off or they unmatch or they say something really douchey and, you know, highly inappropriate. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm like, what am I saying here? You know, they all exist on the app and they have nothing to do with you finding your person. And, you know, even if you've heard me say this a million times over, you just need to keep hearing it again because you get on the apps and you react off of what you're not liking. I'm going to say that again. You get on the apps and you react off of what you're not liking. So as I said, this episode was inspired by a client who I've been working with for over a year. She has moved mountains. She has really worked through a brutal heartbreak. She is a single mom and she works very hard at her job, very hard at self-care, very hard at raising her son to the best of her ability and having a good time with friends and all of it. She is kicking ass and taking names and she really is resisting the apps. And she's really only newly getting on the apps. And we have a baller profile for her. And so we had a session this past week. And I knew she was in total overwhelm about work. I also knew she had some personal drama going on. And as always, you know, I can't even imagine when I think of the step parent figure that I have that I am in Larry's kids' lives, you know, I'm not even a 
biological parent that's totally in charge of children by myself. But so I can't imagine, you know, my hat is off to all of the single moms out there. And I have just the utmost respect for you. And love is possible for you. So this client gets on the phone and she's like, oh, sorry. Work has just been a lot lately. Hi, I'm here. And I'm like, do you need to just take a breath? Do you need to move the session? It just sounded like she was very overwhelmed. And she was like, no, 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 I'm here. And then she immediately goes into, okay, so let's look at my thoughts about the dating apps. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just wait a second. What's going on with work? Yes, I am her heartbreak and finding love coach because I've helped her heal her heart. And now I'm helping her find love. But you guys, you have to look at, and, and this will all tie into your thoughts about the dating app. So just keep listening closely. My job as your heartbreak and finding love coach is to look at the whole picture of you in the moment of when I am coaching you. If you are going to be totally overwhelmed about work and some other personal drama going on and you're just a little bit exasperated... The priority is not to then look at your thoughts about the dating apps. Let's look at where your mind is at about the most pressing things in front of you. Let's look at where your mind is at with the most pressing things in front of you. This is why I ask for a six-month commitment or a year-long commitment because life will happen and life will easily get in the way. And you don't hire a coach, or at least I don't want my clients to hire me just so we vigilantly focus on your dating life every hour, every week. No, we look at you, all of you, and what your thoughts are about work, about other personal stuff going on that's challenging to you, thoughts about mom stuff, self-care stuff, the whole shebang, because you're a whole human who will be then joining into a relationship with a whole other human. So, We unpacked it and really got her into a calmer, clearer headspace about the work stuff. Then segued into the personal drama stuff that had nothing to do with her love life. And we coached on that. Then from there, we can start talking about her thoughts about her dating apps, which are similar resistant thoughts that I'm sure so many of you who are listening are thinking. And I want to be clear here that, you know, the title of this episode is A Dating App Smackdown (laughs) from yours truly. I get your resistance. I get your frustration. I have been there, done that. I was on the dating apps for seven years on and off, both in New York and Los Angeles. I have seen all that you've seen. I've experienced all that you've experienced. I'm not saying that that's not real, but I am saying shifting your perspective on the apps is super important, even if you don't find him on the apps. But if your life is chaotic or upside down or stressful outside of your dating life, I would highly encourage you to keep managing your mind around those areas as well. And what I, so I'm saying this because you guys hear me say your thoughts create your results. And again, I'm very nuanced about how that is true, but you've got to look at the whole picture of your life and where you're at in that moment when you are approaching coaching about your dating life. Once we 
coached on this particular client's work situation that was very chaotic and overwhelming. And then her personal drama that was going on. And I'm not saying because she's being dramatic, she's in a true pickle of a situation that's personal to her that we needed to coach on. Then it's like, oh, okay, I can come to the dating apps and get coached on the dating apps now that I'm a little bit more clear with those two majorly pressing things that are right in front of her that she cannot ignore that is really more all-consuming and really turns into bigger fires she needs to put out. And then when she's like in those fires and then is approaching her dating life with me because she signed up for coaching, you know, it's just not going to land. So I've been touching on this a little bit on Instagram. You can follow me at Claire the Heartbreak Coach or make sure you're subscribed to ClaireTheHeartbreakCoach.com. Just go to ClaireTheHeartbreakCoach.com where I send out regular emails and I try I try as hard as I can to match the emails and the Instagram posts, but sometimes I'm just posting on Instagram and don't send an email out or vice versa. And you know, my offers are always changing. So definitely make sure you're subscribed and following me at Claire the Heartbreak Coach. I've been talking about this a lot lately because so many of you slide into my DMs and you give me the specifics on your situation, your dating situation or your heartbreak situation. And P.S., I do not coach people privately on the DMs. That's not fair to my actual clients or really fair to me. I I, I love to serve you guys for free on the podcast and on, the, on, and on Instagram, you know, as a whole, but I do not give individual advice privately in my DMs. But what you do is you come to me with these issues and you're not realizing that it's the way you're coming at the issues. This goes back to last week's episode, I don't want to be alone anymore. You think you're all aligned for finding love, but you don't even realize that the way you're approaching finding love is coming from this discouraged belief of, oh, I just don't want to be alone anymore. I don't want to be alone anymore. And it's like from this really discouraging place versus I'm so ready to find him. I can't wait to meet him from this really lit up and energized place. It's still wanting the same result, right? But one is coming from a more inspiring, motivational place versus a discouraged, wah-wah, very, you know, unaligned place with where you want to go. You're wanting to be, what I want for you guys is to be lit up and aligned and excited about the result, not I hate where I am now, which is why I'm working towards a different result in the future. You hear me say all the time, it's so important to love what is, love your age as a single woman, love being single while you search for your person. Your state of being is so important as you move forward on the journey of creating something new. And it's so clear to me, I would say majority of the time when you guys slide into my DMs and tell me the minutia and the nitty gritty of the drama that's going on. But I can see all these other sneaky thoughts that you slip in about yourself and about the relationship and about time. Everyone wants to tell me their age in my DMs. I'm like, your age has nothing to do with your heartbreak and your age has nothing to do with your search for love. Your age has nothing to do with your heartbreak and your age has nothing to do with your search for love, but everyone wants to make a thing about their age. And 
All that shit needs to be cleaned up before you can be ready to really be in an open space to be like, okay, now I'm ready to coach on my resistance to the apps. Now I'm ready to coach on my disbelief that he exists. Now I'm ready to coach on me feeling like there's this rushed timeline to meet him. Now I'm ready to coach on what society thinks about me being a single woman at a particular age. All that other shit needs to be cleaned up and other areas of your life. That's why I talk about how the fall in love with you work in my process is super important. I don't just teach go from heartbroken to finding love. I teach go from heartbroken to deepening the relationship with you. And that will look different for every single person. And then teach you how to call in love, which will also look very different for every single person. But the one mainstream action line that I give to every single client on her search for love is get on the dating apps and love the fuck out of the journey. I'm not even asking you to love the dating apps, but love that you are someone who isn't going to indulge the drama and isn't going to let 85 schmucks on there, and you're going to say, Claire, it's way more than 85, 85,000 schmucks on there stop you from continuing swiping and searching for your one person. So this particular client, after we cleaned up her thoughts about her job and her thoughts about the personal drama, and we got more clear, then she said, well, I just know my guy is definitely not on Bumble, Claire. He's definitely not on Bumble. And I said, oh, interesting. And how do you know that? And she was like, oh, because they're, and then she started telling me like how they're casting wider nets in states around her state. I've run out of all the people around me. Now they're connecting with people all over the place, out of state. I'm finding the same people are are coming into my queue. So he's definitely not on Bumble. And I said, let's call her Jane. I was like, Jane, you have no idea whether or not he's on Bumble. What I want to know is how much time have you been spending connecting with who your ideal person is? I teach you how to create him and call him in and connect to what I call your belief man plan. Are you thinking, feeling, and behaving like he is here? Are you intentionally swiping? Are you spending time imagining what it is like to be with him? Is your body dropping into the feeling place of your ideal person? every single day. And she said, oh, oh yeah, no, no. I haven't been doing a lot of that. You know, I've had all this other stuff going on. And I said, exactly. So I'm not here to scold you who is listening or my client. I was like, this makes so much sense. You're consumed with job stuff, kid stuff, personal drama stuff. You're overwhelmed. You're exasperated right now. And then you're swiping without having done any of the internal work. And she had done some before, but it fell to the wayside because this is life. This happens. Again, this is why I ask for a six-month or at least a year-long commitment because life happens. Life gets in the way. And you then have made this commitment to hold yourself accountable, but we've got to look at the immediate shit that's going on. And then when that stuff passes, we've got to come back to and realign and commit to thinking, feeling, and behaving like he is already here. So how do you do that? Well, isn't that the million dollar question? 
that too is going to look different for every single person. What are the thoughts that you would think about your ideal person? Who is your ideal person? How does he treat you? How do you treat him? Are you, and again, I'm sensitive because I'm speaking in heteronormative terms here, so please apply whatever gender pronoun works for you. Who is this person? And what are the qualities about him that you die over? How does he show up for you? How does he make you feel? How do you show up for him? And how do you make him feel? Where do you think he is right now? What is he doing? Imagine, fantasize, visualize, spend time thinking about possibility versus impossibility, which is so easy to do when you're swiping on the apps and seeing a majority of lamos or guys you're intrigued by, but they don't swipe on you back. You are looking for one person, and that is the work. And I think, too, this has happened for me in my own thought work, not just about finding love, but in building my business, uh, navigating my thoughts about alcohol and that whole journey, uh, my thoughts about money. It's like you prioritize something and then life happens. And I think I've learned that now more than ever being in a relationship with a man with four kids that I had to reprioritize a lot. And I changed my business goals. I lowered business goals and slowed things down because my nervous system was just shot (laughs) with all that I was managing. And I realized Larry and the kids are way more important and putting energy and time and thought and care into transitioning into this role was much more important than like getting to some huge goal super fast with my business, which was what was happening with me before I met him. Goals are going to change. Things are going to shift. Life is going to happen. Curveballs are going to be thrown. This is a part of life. And I know I'm repeating myself as I always do on these episodes. It's about looking at the whole picture, stepping back and remembering your eye on the prize and then reevaluating. Is this a prize I'm still after? Is finding love still really important to me? Okay, well, This week is crazy with work, so let's just deal with what's in front of you with work and this personal drama, and then next session, let's see if we can get back to and remember who it is you want to swipe with, who it is you want to match with. And again, maybe he's on the apps, maybe he isn't on the apps, but you know what? While you're super crazed, you have a plethora of people to swipe on at your fingertips for fucking free. To me, it is absolutely crazy to resist going on the apps. Everyone wants to give me all the excuses, but you know what? We're all human. A lot of great people are out there just like you looking for love, looking the same for the same thing that you are. And if I haven't said it yet, I know I didn't say it on this episode. I've said it in other episodes, but just in case this is the first episode that you're listening to, I matched with Larry on Bumble. I had zero drama about swiping on the apps. I was so committed to the outcome. I was so committed to finding him. I was so unattached to the when. I was so unattached to the how. I didn't give a fuck about all the losers that were on the apps. And I was living in LA. And trust me, there are some doozies in that city. But those doozies were not my problem because my eye was on the fucking prize. And I was just swiffering my floor in Beverly Hills and having a grand old time. I remember I had a headscarf on my head and I was playing Taylor Swift 
Don't judge. I think she's amazing. I know there's like lovers and haters out there. I'm team Tay. Okay. And I matched with Larry and I was like, oh, who is this fresh piece of meat? Because I'd never seen his face before. Because guess what? Just like my client, I had repeat performers on there too. Just like they probably repeatedly saw me. I mean, I had multiple people say to me, hey, I know I've seen you on the apps before, but do you have are these new pictures of you? We remember the faces. I remember going out to bars in LA, which is a huge freaking city, and seeing people who I recognized from the apps, whether I swiped on them or didn't swipe on them. It's just par for the course. And if you could get over all of that bullshit, your life will be so much easier. And chances are, you will find him quicker. Again, whether he's on the apps or not on the apps, it doesn't matter. My job as your coach is for you to peel back the resistance, uh, diffuse the rigidity, and expand your mind to true openness and possibility. I wish I could say that again and remember what I just said, but maybe go back 15 seconds and listen to that again. It's to Peel back the resistance, expand your rigidity, and have you just stay as open as possible to any possibility. And, you know, lots of people are finding love on the apps. You are no different. There's no exception to the rule when it comes to you. I dated so many tool bags on the apps before I landed on Larry. Bumble wasn't the solution to finding him. My fucking mind was the solution to finding him. And Bumble just happened to be the way that it unfolded. The apps are a gift, my loves, but you need to do the inner work. If you're exasperated and you're stressed and you haven't cleaned up your thoughts about the apps and you're reactionary to the apps and you're thinking the apps are the problem or you haven't deeply connected on a consistent, repetitive basis while being unattached to the when and the how, then you shouldn't be complaining about the apps not working for you. There's more work to do than just get on the apps and throw up some pretty pictures and a cool profile and swipe for 30 minutes a day. You have to connect to your aligned mind and have flexibility and compassion and hit pause when other shit is getting in the way. Take some breaths. Meet yourself where you're at. Meet life where it is at. Meet the curveballs with as much resilience and grace and uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Ease. And and I say that as someone who has certainly not perfected uh, <laughs> meeting curveballs with ease. That That's definitely part of my ongoing work, but not being like, oh no, and now I can't work on my dating life because this other thing just happened. You know, you can trust the work that you've done so far on your dating life, but you can also then recognize, oh shit, maybe it's not because I've just been swiping and I'm just not finding anyone. What have I been doing? How have I been connecting to that possibility every day and lighting my body up, lighting my emotions up, imagining the feeling and dropping my body into that feeling and having fucking fun as if he's already here every single day. And then, yeah, again, if life is happening and craziness with work or craziness with your kid or some other bull that you have to deal with is getting in the way. It's okay if you need to take a week off, but then get back to. And just, I, I ask of you to not blame the apps. When you blame the apps, oof, this might be tough to hear. When you blame the apps, 
you are taking your own power away from yourself when it comes to your dating life. The apps aren't the answer. Your mind is, and your aligned mind will have no problem moving through the apps. And the last thing that I want to say, I told you this was going to be short, but not sweet, short, but tough. The last thing that I want to say is, and I've said this a million times on other episodes, you get to experience negative emotion on the apps. We're not bypassing negative emotion. You get to be frustrated. When Larry was like, oh, I met, I live in Santa Barbara, I was like, ah, and I like chucked the phone and I was like, ah, annoying. That's why I've never seen his face before because he actually lives in Santa Barbara. I wasn't like, ah, typical. Here's another guy that I was interested in and he doesn't even live in the city. I didn't have some dramatic you know, childlike reaction. I was just, and I don't say childlike, like being childish, but just like the inner child didn't come out. It was just like, ah, bleh, he lives in Santa Barbara. He's only here tonight. I'm not going to see him tonight. It's a freaking Monday and it's last minute. And that's not really my mojo anyway. And he wasn't asking to see me. And then he followed up later and said, you know, I know we're not exactly neighbors, but I would still like to really meet you sometime. And I'm like, well, that's refreshingly lovely. You know, it was annoying to me, but then he circled back. Like, I was just open to possibility. I was open to surprises. And then I've been really interested in someone who seems really appealing and intriguing, who lives in the same city, and then he'll just drop off. And that is disappointing. Or he says something really lame, or he pulls something really inappropriate. And it's like, ah, what the fuck? So annoying. You get to be annoyed, but that's not. Bumble's fault. That's not Bumble's problem. It's just a part of the dating process. So I encourage you to pull up your big girl pants, be consistent, connect with your why, which I talk about on last week's episode. I don't want to be alone anymore. Reconnect with your why you are searching for love and have it be an inspirational and motivating reason, not a discouraging reason. And then connect with being in the result of finding your ideal person. And if you're all up in the air with like, I, w- I want to find him, but I'm not even sure if he exists. I don't know if he even exists and it's just too hard and all the good ones are gone and I'm getting too old. And, you know, maybe it's this city. Maybe it's me. Maybe there's something wrong with me that I don't even realize. If you're having all of that and you just can't get clear and you can't get grounded and you can't connect and you can't get past the negative emotion that is par for the course with this finding love journey. I am here. Go to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com. I am working with women one-on-one and I also have my group program. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at my computer and it is 222. Those are my angel numbers. Those That was the date my dad was born, February 22nd. I see 222 everywhere. So I think that that's a sign that It's time. It's time for you to say yes to yourself and invest in yourself and invest in your love life and learn how to actually get out of your own way. Manage the other shit consciously to clear space for your dating life, which I will help you do as your coach, both in my group and as your one-on-one coach. This isn't just a love life coaching journey. This is a whole life coaching journey. It's time. Make 2023 your year for love, your year for a healed heart. You don't need to be heartbroken to come to me, but if you are heartbroken, I am here as well. You can come to me as just a dissatisfied woman who is ready to find love and learn how to show up and go about it in a different way. And it starts with the mind. So much love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. 
My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.